for uh, dropshippers, I uh, always tell him never give up and just try <laughs> to find uh, the best niche and try to fill uh, your business. They need to uh, search uh, very big marketplaces with uh, low prices, with a uh, fast delivery, but it's hard for marketplaces. <laughs> this is the common issue. And check the sellers on these marketplaces and make sure that uh, all products will be in stock. This is like my advice for uh, dropshippers. You're listening to Ecomonics, a Debutify podcast, your resource for one-of-a-kind insights into the world of e-commerce and business in the modern age. This is Joseph. I'll be presenting a wealth of industry knowledge from interviews with successful business people and our own state-of-the-art research. Your time is valuable, so let's go. What we have prepared for you today is a presentation on Enmetat with my guest, Elena Kirovoborodia, is European-based, but is available worldwide. And from my point of view, is one of the most powerful tools I've seen so far. That's saying quite a bit. There's a lot to unpack in this episode, but the key things to bear in mind going into it is to consider how this tool can help you enhance your business or inspire you to start something new. Elena Kirovoborodia, it's good to have you here in Ecomotics. How are you doing today? How are you feeling? Hi, Joseph. Uh, thank you for the chance to be here. And I'm very excited. Great. Uh, it, it's, it's great to have you. And uh, you, my audience might have noticed how intensely focused I was on, on getting your last name. We, 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 were, we, we joked about it a little bit before we started recording, but like, I just, so, something about wanting to get a person's last name, I feel is a show of respect. I guess I, I get a lot of practice because I get to talk to people all over the world. So I get to, you know, Arab names, uh, Polish names, um, uh, Eastern European, surprisingly not that many Italians, at least not yet. Although Italian does come naturally to me. Who's the last Italian person I talked to? Oh, yeah, Simona Ferrazza. See, so it was a fun, fun fact about Italians is that we're born knowing how to say each other's last names and make pasta. It's just an inherent trait. Okay, I was going off onto a tangent there. So you come to us on behalf of um, Admitad. And I had an opportunity to uh, look into it. We had a chance to meet prior to this recording, just so we can understand each other a little bit better. And there's still, it's, it's very comprehensive. There's a lot to it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to using this conversation today to unpack it and help our audience understand uh, how useful this can be. Um, especially for people like me who are excited about affiliate marketing. So we're going to get into all of that. But first and foremost, my open question to you is, tell us what do you do and what are you up to these days? Well, uh, the Edmundad is the affiliate network and the biggest one in Eastern Europe. But we have also different projects and they are related to affiliate marketing. And um, the main points uh, these days uh, this is uh, to help the advertisers in all verticals like e-commerce, travel, finance technologies to attract new clients and boost the sales for existing customers. And uh, the second one, give the publishers such as like blogs, uh, website owners who have a resource for promotion a chance to earn commission from uh, the advertisers. Also, uh, we like to support the start startups with the grants and invest in uh, and acquire the projects uh, that are aimed to boost the sales for the advertisers. And also we have the project incubator where we create new ideas first and then we create the new projects. And actually the admitted cashback is one of such uh, projects, but the main difference is that clients create the idea of the project and we just turned it into reality. What impressed me in what you were uh, discussing, because you mentioned you have different verticals, um, moving on to a, uh, I guess, a different question here. So you mentioned e-commerce, you mentioned travel, you mentioned finance. And this is something that I think is really important about e-commerce is there's this divide between what people identify as e-commerce, which is typically dropshipping. Um, and then there's also other parts of the industry too. And seeing these come together, I think is really important for you know, e-commerce to make its way into the industry at large. Well, uh, e-commerce not only 
about the dropshipping, uh, we call e-commerce uh, each advertiser uh, who has the online store and who wants to increase their sales. So all online shops uh, who needs to be uh, promoted, uh, we call uh, we call the e-commerce vertical. So let's say if you are a YouTube blogger, you uh, try to increase the sales for advertiser X. It means that you work in e-commerce through your YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that, that's a valid point. And, and, I, and I've made this point similarly in the past too, is that I think in any way that there is a transaction happening online that counts as e-commerce. Uh, I, I think that there's just, we don't have to get too far into this, but I think there's a stereotype with e-commerce where people think e-commerce they hear e-commerce and they think specifically selling products online when it's in reality e-commerce is much more diverse than that I, i've made the argument in the past that if i order uh, uber online or if i deliver have food delivered through an app that's e-commerce because it took place on the internet so it's a it's a much bigger uh, scope than i think people realize yes but actually for us e-commerce it's a global vertical and the very big if we are talking about the volume and the GMB. Uh, and also uh, for us, uh, there is a very big task to find more sales for the advertisers uh, from the e-commerce and to find those who will promote the advertiser in order to increase the sales. And and, and you said that you're, you know, is the largest one in, uh, I believe that you said Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. Are you are you finding it? I, I think with any company, you know, you have your your area of expertise or your, you know, your, I guess your home territory, um, but you also want to expand out to, you know, the rest of Europe, expand out maybe to, to Asia and North America. Um, is that part of the plan? And are you running into challenges to um, make uh, connections with uh, different parts of the world? Actually, uh, we do it now. Uh, and uh, we have different departments and we divide each department uh, by the country. We have a Latin department, uh, we have the Europe department, we have a PAC uh, department. So we all started, but uh, of course, we started from the Eastern Europe. And of course, we are uh, the biggest there due to a uh, story of our uh, founding. Uh, story of your founding. And actually, I, I wanted to ask you about that too. So uh, whenever I get to talk to people who are representing a company or an agency or a service, I ask this question. Um, I, I really would like to know about the origin and uh, or the, the beginnings of, uh, of the company. You know, when did it start? And the way I ask it is always like, what problem did they want to solve? Because I think everybody starts a company because they're identifying something is missing and they need to fix it themselves. The company Edinburgh was founded in 2009, and it actually it started as an affiliate network to help game and advertisers to boost their sales and businesses. And only later on, we extended to the verticals, uh, which I mentioned to you, like e-commerce, travel, uh, and other services. We try not to solve, uh, let's say, the problem, but we we try. Uh, to be the comfortable service uh, for both for the advertiser and for publisher. And uh, we help them to find each other in one place. I think it's the main thing uh, which we resolve for uh, two sides. You have to forgive me. I don't remember if I mentioned this to you or not. I feel like I did, but I, I don't quite remember. Well, I'm running an online store myself. I've been working with Debutify for a year, and I've gotten to talk to so many people. It's very difficult to not want to set up my own business and, and, and run my own online store and take my own, my own shot at it. In fact, I feel a responsibility too, because if I'm the host of the show and I get to listen to so many people and I get to learn so much... What excuse do I have not to do it? I like money. I want to afford my own place. I, I got to do it. I just got it. So I'm just going to make it clear, you know, what I do exactly. You know, I have my online store and I have two uh, strategies. One is my product, um, which uh, I obviously I want to market and sell. And and then I also have my my brand strategy, which involves writing content and having a strong blog and you and integrating affiliate marketing into that 
because there's a lot more products that I can promote rather than trying to sell everything. And that to me is, I think, the beauty of affiliate marketing is I can use my sales technique and I can sell products uh, night and day, but I don't have to even drop ship them, let alone have them in my own place. So there's a lot of advantages here. Could you take us through what are the first steps for people to um, sign up for the website? And I guess, you know, what should they have ready? And uh, I guess to help kind of get people oriented with how to use the, 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 the service? Well, if we are talking about the publisher uh, who will help with, who will help the advertiser to increase the sales and promote the advertiser, uh, their registration process is extra simple. <laughs> I, I don't know what to, uh, to add because it's just a few steps and uh, all the information that you need to specify. This is your contacts. Uh, this is your website link and uh, describe uh, the business model. You, are, you will work as a dropshipper. You will work with uh, your social network or YouTube channel, etc. So it's pretty easy. If you want to uh, join our service like the advertiser, uh, it's pretty the same. You need to um, send us the request to describe information uh, about your online store, about uh, your suggest suggestions, about the traffic sources, about the conditions, and then we will uh, check the information and contact you. So it's like from two sides, uh, I just explained uh, the process, how to use the service. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to go through a couple of smaller details just to uh, help answer some questions that I think my, my audience might have. And I recognize that we can always go to the website and, and dig into these, but I've got you here. So I might as well. I'm going to tell you how uh, I'm set up. Um, so I have my, my Shopify store. I am, of course, using the Debitify theme because of course, I have a third-party logistics uh, company um, that I'm using to help cut down on shipping times. Um, they're called Yakify. And then I have um, the, then the product right now that I'm dropshipping is on AliExpress. How do I uh, integrate this into my, my workflow? Or how does this integrate into my workflow? I, I know this is tricky, so uh, I'm, I'm just, I guess, figuring out how, how to best ensure that I'm uh, asking the question correctly. I, I think as a, I'm not necessarily going to try to do like affiliate links for a product that I'm trying to sell anyways. So I think it's more of ways that maybe I can advertise this product that I'm trying to, to drop chip. Uh, hopefully I've, I've, I've broken it down as best I can. Uh, how, how is this going to be integrated? Okay, so uh, one additional question uh, for you. Uh, sure. Joseph, uh, do you use any dropshipping platform to uh, manage your orders or no? I just want I mean, you to know, I, I really mean, appreciate you asking me questions too. I like being asked questions too. So feel free to hit me with as many as you got. I don't think I do know because uh, Yakify, um, they, what I can do is I can ship the products to them and then that mm -hmm. way they will handle fulfillment, they handle branded inserts, they handle the, well, any, any of the branding and then they handle the shipping. So in practice, I, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily need to then go to AliExpress to fulfill the order they will either go to AliExpress for me or I already have the products. Once once the products, I'm still in the testing phase, once the product is tested and people are starting to place orders for it, then I can send a stack of them over to uh, Yakify so that they're going to be shipped out much quicker. Okay, so uh, one important thing. Before start uh, to use our service, uh, the client needs to check if uh, the advertiser uh, which uh, the client uses uh, is uh, in our catalog list. It means that if there is no, uh, if the advertiser X or the supplier for dropshipper is not uh, our partner, uh, it's not possible to receive the cashback. This is important to understand. So if to imagine uh, that, let's say uh, you check our uh, the list of our advertisers and you found, uh, let's say, AliExpress or another supplier, uh, you just need to register the account, uh, the admitted account. If you are not 
using any dropshipping platform. You just need to uh, get the quick link, affiliate link, and uh, go through this link and receive the uh, commission for your orders. Uh, another story, if you are using the dropshipping platform, uh, because uh, we have um, the collaboration uh, with uh, some dropshipping platforms, and you just need to insert uh, the admitted link into the dropshipping dropshipping platform account uh, one time, and then you will uh, order all your products at the same time and receive the commission at the same time. So as you see, uh, the process very different, and it depends on uh, the different factors uh, which we mentioned at the beginning. So my next question is uh, more about uh, using the uh, Admitad cashback. So now let's say, for instance, that I don't have a store and I'm just a, a customer. Is Admitad cashback something that I can use as a customer? Well, it depends on what the customer uh, you mean by the customer. If you just, I don't know, uh, Joseph uh, from, uh, uh, and you want to buy, I, I don't know, any cup with the cashback, of course, you can register the account and uh, do the same. But uh, the Admitted Cashback Project, we focused more uh, for the B2B clients. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that 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 cuz that was the one thing that I was um uh, I was just trying to uh, sort out even before we we had this discussion today mm -hmm. is just because you know when I hear cashback I always think of it as a as a consumer feature uh, rather yeah. than a seller feature. Um what I think is really uh, helpful and I know terminology changes from place to place but when I say seller I mean somebody who runs a store, sells a product. And and, and I think what's key about the the cashback is that it helps sellers, I think, compete with other businesses that have the luxury of selling at lower prices, maybe because they're a big company and they can afford a product in bulk. And so am I, am I getting this right, that the stores are actually saving money and they can pass those savings even off on uh, off to the customer uh, because they're receiving cash back for working through your, your affiliate program? Yes, our main point to save the dropshippers time and uh, provide the uh, additional in income or to increase the marginality, it's uh, the same. So this is our main, main goal. Is, is there by any chance an issue that might come up uh, it, with returns? Because I, I figure I would already receive the cash, but then if the customer changes their minds and has to send their product back, do I have to send the cash back back? The advertiser is interested in purchases that have been made uh, without refunds. Okay. So uh, the advertiser pays commission if the product is not returned. But if if some clients uh, make purchases uh, with a refund and assuming a commission for this, it will not work uh, because it will be identified as a cheating. Oh, the okay. Advertiser. So. So what happens is it takes time before the cash is actually um, uh, sent, right? It, you need to actually verify that the purchase. Yes, I guess exactly. there's like a there's like a thirty day window, for instance, for um, after that point. I get okay, so maybe it would work like this. And forgive me if I don't quite get it right, but let's just <laughs> say, for instance, my return policy is fifteen days. Um, would I let the the advertiser know that, or let the the program know that it's fifteen days? Or does the program set their own restrictions and say, look, you ha it has to be 30 days. I don't care what your return policy is. If it's not 30 days, we're not going to do it. Our return policy depends on the on each advertiser and its own conditions. So some advertisers have like 19 days. Uh, some of them uh, have like 100 days and some of them some of them have like 10 days of verification. So it depends on the advertiser. Okay, well that well, that makes a great deal of difference because I'm I'm not sure what a hundred day return what kind of product that would be. I guess for like I don't know like water filters or something where they just need like time for it to to really sink in. Yes, and uh, also uh, travel travel because if you're booking a hotel uh, for uh, I don't know uh, for next summer vacation, then you need to wait when you. 
uh, when the location will be passed and then the advertiser will check if there is no any refunds or anything. So it depends also on the vertical. Yeah, that, that it makes sense too. I just I don't know. I just <laughs> I, I'm I'm amused because I haven't been uh, uh, I haven't traveled since I was in high school. No, that's not true. I went to California once in my mid twenties, uh, thanks to my dad. Um, and and it's just it's just funny to think about like how people they, they you know they'll, they'll go on trips and uh, it's it's not as easy to say yeah I'm dissatisfied with this versus like I don't know buying a product or something and say like, all right put it in the box ship it uh, back it goes so it's it's a much more of an of a ugly situation when somebody goes uh, goes on a trip if you don't mind me asking I'm I am uh, uh, interested about that is you know what are depending on the vertical what are some of the issues that you've um, uh, that you've encountered or that you're aware of that your company is encountering um it's like in the travel vertical and the finance vertical maybe uh it depends uh, a lot of questions about the rates because each vertical has its own uh, conditions uh, about the commission uh, uh i mean rate for example for uh, advertiser uh, which uh, are uh, pay for the install they uh, always have a fixed rate so for example for e-commerce it's uh, usually flat rate so sometimes clients uh, just want to understand uh, why for this advertiser uh, such condition for another one another condition and uh, why uh, the whole time when you need to wait for cashback uh, are different. So um, let's say that due to such uh, different uh, verticals and types of the advertisers, uh, most uh, mostly we uh, receive like uh, different question uh, questions and we need to explain uh, why we have this. Uh, also talking about the dropshipping, course refunds each time we need to uh, explain uh, why uh, why the advertiser uh, doesn't pay for such orders and it's uh, always the issue to explain this right so it's it's possible that I'll look at I say I'll have like 20 orders um, and then the advertiser will have only paid for uh, five or six of them and then the remaining of them, I would have to figure out, I would have to understand, well, what's going on? Why did these ones not sell? So like, do you, can you, to your recollection, do you recall what have been some of the, uh, some of the reasons why the advertiser has decided not to uh, pay cash back on some, but will pay it on others? We, the service, uh, which control two sites, uh, as I mentioned, and uh, we just need to follow through the advertisers' rules and conditions, and the same info we need to transfer to uh, our publishers uh, who has a cashback. I mean, receive the cashback. So we just need to be uh, very friendly and follow all these rules. So this is, I think, uh, for me, uh, this is uh, one of the like problematic factors to explain some bad news that you cannot receive commission for some orders because it was a response and we need to follow all uh, the conditions. Uh, sometimes it's hard. Right. Okay. So that makes sense now. So it's the advertisers that are setting the rules. Okay. Yes. Well, that, that's that's Every fair. Time. Yeah. But I, I suppose you guys also set uh, your own conditions as well that the advertisers have to follow to some degree. Well, yes. Uh, for example, let's imagine that, um, for example, the dropshipper came to us and uh, the dropshipper uh, wants to be the advertiser. The next step which we will ask uh, is uh, on which conditions you want to work with us. Uh, we will ask the rate which the dropshipper uh, can provide for uh, the publisher, uh, which will promote uh, his online store, uh, which type of traffic it, it, it is accepting because, uh, for example, the dropshipper uh, can be strong in Facebook ads, but in contextual advertising, not. So uh, they uh, can come to us and ask to promote their own store only with the specific uh, traffic sources. And we will do it for the rate uh, which the client will tell to us. Is your, is your company getting entry-level people? Say, for instance, somebody is just, I'm, I'm 
I'm entry level myself, so I'm, I could certainly um, use myself as an example uh, where you know sales haven't really started yet, uh, and I'm still uh, setting up my I guess my infrastructure. Are you getting people who are just starting out? And if if so, are you are you seeing things that they're doing that are making them more uh, effective and successful uh, through through your program? Uh, of course, of course, it depends on the situation. We have different de- departments, uh, and uh, of course, uh, we uh, build the separate department for, uh, let's say, big advertisers uh, for the specific vertical and for the uh, advertisers uh, which just started. Uh, to uh, promote uh, themselves and increase their sales. So actually we work with different types of them, but for each of them, different uh, conditions uh, to start to work with us because uh, those who are new and uh, who is not a big player uh, on the market, we check very carefully and we can cancel uh, the request to be our partner if we will see very strange things or we will uh, not accept uh, the content or products uh, which uh, the online store uh, sells. Right. Okay. So, 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 um, uh, drop shippers have to be mindful of, you know, what kind of, what kind of product they're selling. So like some of, some of it is common sense, you know, if, uh, if, if someone's selling like a body bag and there seems to be a body on the inside, maybe we don't want to uh, work with somebody like that. But then there's also ones that I think might be a little bit more, um, people might not be so sure if it, if it'll fit or not fit. So for instance, like maybe like consumables or, or supplements, um, there, there, there's a lot of, uh, market traction for those. So, are there are do, do there tend to be products or niches that don't really get along with the program? Let's say I'm not not an expert with the niche uh, of uh, different verticals. If we are talking talking about the dropshippers, it also depends because I saw different niches and some of them are really strange. But the client uh, has very good expertise with the top products of this niche. So it can work for this uh, uh, client like three years. So it depends. I, I guess you can't tell it because of, uh, of uh, confidentiality. You can't tell us what mm-hmm. are some of the unusual products, can you? I can tell just like a main trends, but not, uh, of course, the uh, specific uh, secrets uh, of uh, our our clients because the competition is so high here. But um, let's say that uh, clothing is very is very popular. Women and men apparel, uh, very very popular uh, niche. But here. It's very high competition, so you need to check the products uh, which you want to sell very carefully and uh, be uh, for one step ahead of uh, your competitors. And and one of the uh, one of the resources that um, you, your uh, your company has sent to us it was the top thousand AliExpress products just for for May twenty twenty one. And and I and I was looking through. I mean, I didn't go through all thousand products for all the for all of them, um, but the ones you sent it was for the United Kingdom, Germany, France, U.S., and uh, Brazil. The only thing that really stuck out to me from this, mind you, again, I didn't like spend hours on it or anything like that. But in Brazil, it was uh, lights and lighting. Um, it was an easy smart control lamp, uh, LED RGB light dimmable. So in Brazil, for one reason or another, it was lights that was the most um, selling thing. So in the U.S. at the time, it was sports because uh, I guess people are just trying to get back outside. In France, it was underwear. I don't want to. I'll, I'll, I'll let the French explain that one to us. Uh, in Germany, it was shoes. I, I'm, I'm not quite sure uh, how, how to that one. And then uh, the U.K., it was uh, women's clothing. I, I look at that and I and I'm just trying to tell a story in my head, like why certain things um, sold so well, and then and in Brazil I was really trying to understand what's why all of a sudden this product just like went right over everybody else, and I don't know. I mean I'm I'm picturing in my head that maybe they're just setting up a lot of like outdoor patios or a lot of like uh, outdoor lighting or 
or something along those lines. So that's me trying to get an insight from it. I, I'm not expecting you to like demystify for this to, to solve the puzzle or anything like that. Um, but I do have a general question for you, which is when receiving this kind of data, does it inform any of your decision making process about like who to reach out to or um, uh, different companies you want to work with or following trends or like what is what does this data do to uh, to help your company? Well, uh, actually, we show trend, uh, trends by the products, but it is not at all for, um, let's say, analyzing the volume of competitors because uh, using this tool, our goal is to help uh, with the idea of products uh, which the client will sell. So uh, we rank uh, the products from uh, from the most popular to less popular uh, and help uh, actually our clients uh, if they need uh, this kind of help. This is another one. I, I forgot to ask it earlier. Uh, and it's just one thing that I was, I wanted to know more about. So one of the rules that you, is, you stated that the advertiser set is, you know, it has to be post refund. It actually has to be a confirmed purchase. Um, so that's one rule. I was wondering if you can recall any of the other rules that an advertiser might typically set stuff just to let, um, you know, us dropshippers know what are, what are some of the rules that we have to deal with when um, making sure that our advertisers are happy? Well, the, <laughs> the advertisers uh, are happy uh, if the sales uh, increased. <laughs> so more, more sales, uh, the advertisers uh, will be more happy. Okay. <laughs> Without cheating, of course. <laughs> so the GMV is the main thing is the gym, uh, increase the GMV for advertiser. This is uh, the best thing for the advertiser. Okay. Okay. But, but just to, uh, just to make sure I was, um, I, I went to the question as, as best I can, what other conditions do advertisers set? Like be, aside from refunds and returns? Actually, uh, each advertiser has its own condition. For example, uh, different type of, uh, traffic source, which you can use for, uh, promotion or from which source you can uh, buy uh, the product. Uh, also, uh, the second one uh, and popular condition, uh, this is the countries uh, where the advertiser uh, wants to increase the sales. For example, uh, the advertiser can accept only the UK or US and not the rest of the world. So uh, this is uh, two important conditions for the advertiser. Okay, valid. It's good to know. Okay, so here was the other thing that I that I tabled because you had mentioned one of the uh, one of the commission programs, which is I think it was like flat rate per order. But and what I what I saw is that there's three. So it's flat rate per order, um, flat rate per item, and then percent of sale. So I would like to know a little bit more about like who uses which ones, like which one a dropshipper might encounter. And and the thing is, I just want to be 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 uh, be fair. Is that you know when I write these questions, I just write anything that I can think of that I would that I want to know. But a company is run by many people, so there's a lot of people who maybe be able to answer different questions. So if I ask you something that you're not the expert on, sorry, but I'm gonna do. I still just come no up with my questions anyways. So what I can will you just try my us, best. Okay, I, I appreciate it. So what can you let us know about our audience about? I guess you know the advantages and disadvantages of each, and why is um, say an advertiser using flat rate versus percent of sales? So. Uh, as I mentioned, the flat, uh, for example, for dropshippers, uh, it is a flat rate usually um, because uh, this is uh, the advertisers from uh, the e-commerce vertical, and it's usually flat rate. Uh, as uh, I mentioned, uh, this uh, the fixed rate will be for install for game uh, gaming uh, advertisers and for dropshippers. Important to know, for example, that uh, the rate uh, depends on the category. For example, uh, for kitchen, it can be uh, one rate. 
for uh, uh, apparel, it can be another one. So it's important to check uh, which niche you use and uh, uh, which uh, commission you will receive. As you asked uh, about the advantages or disadvantages, uh, let me let, let me tell you that I, I do not see and do not feel that uh, we have the advantage or disadvantage because it's only the condition of the advertiser and you uh, play for these rules or just no but it's like it's it's hard to to tell that uh, so, some advertiser have uh, has the uh, one advantage and disadvantage it's, it's really very hard to to think from this side I'm just sidetracking for a second because I got to ask a gamer question. Can you briefly explain like how how it works? So it's like if somebody purchases the game and installs it, then the advertiser gets or the, the game company gets the cash back? To tell you the truth, I'm not an expert in these verticals, but if if to explain uh, very simple uh, words, uh, you just need to uh, join the advertiser and promote, let's say, uh, the special game for the, from this advertiser. And uh, the advertiser uh, will check if uh, your users uh, for whom you promote, uh, promote uh, this game gain the special level from the game, then you will receive the fixed commission for uh, these from these advertisers, so it's a bit complicated to explain in one word, but it looks like this. Or um, the the better story with install. Uh, if the user install the feature from the advertiser, uh, you will receive uh, the commission. But it uh, also can depends on the uh, days uh, after which uh, the, uh, the user is installed the special feature and etc. So uh, the main things like this, and uh, uh, each advertiser, uh, as I told, has its own conditions also. Yeah. Okay. I, it, it, it makes sense to me now just because I, I guess coming from my uh, expertise in gaming is that, you know, anybody, especially if it's like a free to play game, they can install it. No problem. But if they don't actually play it or anything, then, you know, they're just giving cash. Yeah, so you, you need, you need to gain okay. uh, the exact, exact level. Yeah. Okay. So the developers still have to make sure the game is, you know, worth playing. So, okay. All right. My next question is about if there, if there is a difference in, a, in a in a website that is not selling anything, but they're just using um, an affiliate program to link people to other to to somewhere else where they can make a purchase, versus what I was describing earlier in my own store, where I'm selling a product and uh, linking it with an advertiser, getting the cash back for for selling it. Does your company have experience? Does it work with people who are specifically focusing on promoting products? They're not, they're not trying to sell anything. They're just trying to talk about products and link people to other places. Um, do you have people using the program uh, uh, along those lines? Of course, uh, we work with such clients who uh, only promote the products from the advertiser and don't have any uh, online store. Uh, uh, let me say, uh, let me say that. It was it was uh, our uh, main uh, main uh, niche uh, of our uh, workflow process. So of course we have like thousands of such uh, clients. By the way, if you're a current user of Debutify or haven't tried us out yet, Debutify version three has been released, and now is a good time to upgrade or get started as any. A streamlined user interface along with an ever-increasing array of conversion-boosting add-ons is waiting for you. So download today for free and start your journey. Who knows? Maybe I'll be interviewing you before too long. Speaking of, uh, of advertising, so, you know, as a, as a dropshipper, you know, I do have a lot of methods to advertise. There's, you know, there's Facebook, there's Google, there's Pinterest, there's all these different places. I guess what I'm doing with uh, with Admitad is if I wanted to advertise through there is I, you know, I'm giving people affiliate links and then encouraging them to do the advertising for me. They'll write it on their own website. They'll do they're They're basically doing their ad, my advertisement for me. Is that right? Uh, yes, exactly. You just need to receive the affiliate links and post them 
anywhere if uh, the advertiser's uh, conditions are okay with this, and then you will receive the commission for your job. I think I've covered everything that I wanted to cover. Uh, I'm just looking through, uh, just to be transparent with my audience, I am looking through my, uh, my, my notes here just to see if there's anything else that we really uh, want to make sure our audience understands. I think actually, so I, I do have one here. This one's uh, important is the differences between B2B cashback versus B2C cashback. I remember you were mentioning earlier that I think B2B cashback is, I think B2P is more the more prominent one right now. Um, but I would I, I leave it to you to let us know more of like the differences between B2B and B2C. Uh, the difference is that uh, the B2C is not automated, so you can order manually. And uh, the B2B, uh, for example, from uh, our side, uh, we implement, uh, implemented it uh, for uh, the automatic uh, mode. So you can just like, do your things and don't worry uh, about uh, the following the links uh, in most cases and just do your job and receive the commission at the same time. So this is... Uh, the main different difference and also uh, we care about the tracking uh, because uh, as you understand uh, the b2b cashback uh, the clients of uh, the b2b uh, they order uh, a big volume uh, of products so we need to care about the tracking uh, things and make sure that all orders uh, via the link uh, was tracked to the system and make sure that the client receive the cashback. So also the main uh, thing is that uh, the B2C cashbacks, uh, I know that some of them cancel the big orders uh, for very uh, big amount. Uh, and the, uh, the B2B cashback uh, allows you to, I, I don't know, <laughs> to make uh, the purchases for thousands and thousands uh, orders per one time and it will be approved. So let, let me tell that it's three main difference. Uh, yeah, it's a, and it's important to, to keep in mind, depending on what direction a business wants to go, if they're focusing more on B2C versus B2B. I mean, cu- customers, they, I, I guess we know when you when it's a business transacting with another business, I guess there's more of an understanding because both sides have very similar um, issues to, to deal with. But customers, on the other hand, it can be any number of, uh, of, of reasons. So I can see there being um, some pretty significant differences in cashback from both sides. But what I think is great is that there are both sides and that if I'm leaning more B2B rather than B2C, that there's a, a cashback system for that too. I Now, I definitely think I've, I've covered everything, at least from, from my end, but I also wanted to uh, leave the floor open. Was there any other element to uh, admit, Ad, you want to make sure that um, we, we understand today before we, we start wrapping up? I hope that some uh, of... Uh... My explanation uh, was like understandable and some of them may be a bit complicated. The main thing is that, uh, of course, we work with different clients and today I tried to um, explain about uh, about each con- uh, client, not only the dropshipper. I tried to uh, explain from different sides and show uh, how it's uh, uh, how the network globally work with clients and how it can be. Uh, so I don't know, maybe maybe you will tell tell me if I um, skipped any in, uh, important information. <laughs> I will say is that um, I, I've I've had uh, time uh, beforehand to to look into it, and I've had this conversation with you. And my first takeaway is that this is a very powerful tool, and there's a there's a lot of capability and a lot of flexibility to it. And so, no matter what kind of business I'm running there's probably a reason to to adopt this program. So that's that's my first main takeaway. And then um, more specifically into my own um, uh, my own business, what I understood going in was the capability of being able to work with other advertisers, being able to promote their products, make sure that I'm promoting stuff that's within my niche because I'm in um, home office and living space. So that's uh, where I'm, I'm in remote, I'm in remote working for like 10 years. So, you know, everybody else is getting out of lockdown and I go back to making excuses not to leave the house as opposed to just 
you know, having the excuse made for me. Um, so that that I understood going in. What I didn't understand going in, but what I think is more clear to me now is more how the cashback system works. So I'm going to reiterate it just to make sure that I got it right, which is if my product is part of the advertiser's network, then I can um, connect with that advertiser and say, I'm, I'm going to be selling this product. And so then when the product sells, um, provided that I meet the advertiser's conditions, that the advertiser will send me cash back, which means that I am actually able to now be a little bit more um, flexible, not only with my pricing, but also with my, um, really with my, with my revenue altogether. It means I have more of an ability to compete with businesses at higher levels because they have advantages that I don't. They can, they have more money to spend. So they have more advertising. They have more products that they can acquire. And there's a lot of difficulty in dealing with them. But being a part of a cashback system means that all of my, I get more out of each transaction that my customers make. That's, that's my, my main understanding. Yes, uh, uh, I'm totally agree with you. As for me, uh, each client uh, can, uh, clients can decide uh, how to uh, receive uh, or for what to receive the cashback. I mean, for uh, the advertising, for the paid uh, subscriptions, for income. It doesn't matter. The main thing is that uh, you receive uh, the additional income and then you can do whenever you want. And moreover, uh, nice thing is that uh, on the online mode, uh, the client uh, can see uh, uh, the balance and uh, the, amount, uh, the amount of uh, the cashback and each order and to request the payout anytime whenever uh, the client wants uh, for the payment methods uh, which the client uh, will choose. So this is the story uh, that uh, we want to save uh, the time of our clients, especially dropshippers, uh, because the time is money and we understand it. So for us, important to, to uh, implement the fast payouts, uh, to help with the top products, uh, to help with the special tools. And uh, I think this way we can make uh, this uh, case uh, more successful. But we just uh, on the stage of uh, doing this. I, I will not tell that uh, we are perfect. By, by, day by day, we try to develop the service. Yeah, well, I uh, and again, I, I, I appreciate um, you taking the time to, to, to help us under, uh, understand it and, and, and hopefully be excited to use it. So I would say if people, I don't think, I, I, I know for sure, I've never talked to anybody who's, who's doing a cashback system. And so I think for anybody in our audience, regardless of you know, what they're working on, is to look into this. Uh, because if this is a way to um, help uh, improve their, their margins, uh, it's, it's, it's being part of a positive cycle where everyone is, is, is doing a little bit better. I, I guess to, to 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 wrap this up for big picture, um, where do you see where, where do you guys see yourself going with the with the company? Are, are there any like plans you want to let us know about for stuff that you want to accomplish in the next year or three years? Well, for now, uh, for us, important uh, to create create and develop new tools. Uh, this is the must-have for us. So for now, we are working on the uh, implementing and on the feedback from our clients, what we can do for them uh, and which way we can help them and increase the sales for clients, for advertiser, uh, because for us, this is a, a win-win story. So uh, the future uh, for us, uh, this is new tools uh, and uh, some new ideas uh, about the data for our clients. So with that, um, uh, Alina, we, we've, we've done everything that we can, uh, we can do today. And I think our, our, our audience uh, especially needs to think carefully about using this because I think it's a, it's a very powerful tool, and it can do a lot of uh, favors for, for, for a lot of people. So my, my final question to you is, if you have any, say, advice, or if there's like a words of wisdom that really stick with you, you're, you're welcome to share them with us, and then let the audience know how they can uh, look into this program for themselves. My advice will be a, a bit strange. 
it's like for uh, dropshippers. I uh, always tell him never give up and just try <laughs> to find uh, the best niche and try to feel uh, your business. Uh, this is very important uh, because I know the most uh, uh, big issues of our partners. So I, I try to support them. Uh, and uh, to find, uh, for example, the best advertisers, uh, there is no uh, perfect advertiser. It, it depends on what you need. If you need, I don't know, apparel, you need to choose the big marketplace such as like AliExpress, Alibaba, Shopee for Asia. So for dropshippers, let's say that uh, they need to uh, search uh, very big marketplaces with uh, low prices, with uh, fast delivery, uh, fast delivery, but it's hard for marketplaces. <laughs> this is the common issue. And check uh, the sellers on these marketplaces and make sure that uh, all products will be in stock. Uh, this is like my advice for uh, dropshippers. Terrific. So, and then, then the other side of it is just let the uh, audience know how they can look into the program for themselves. It's better to go to the uh, list of uh, admitted offers. Uh, you uh, can do it without any registration, just uh, Google it like admitted offers, our catalog list, uh, and uh, you can check, uh, check it before uh, you will understand you need to register or no, and uh, just filter uh, the advertiser by the country, uh, by the rate you need, and everything. So it's pretty easy to check. All right. Well, uh, I, I've said it to my audience a couple of times already, but I'm going to say it once more for good measure, which is uh, have a look. I would be very curious for anyone to come up with a reason not to use it. Um, and I myself will will be signing up for this program because it, I don't have uh, anything like it at the moment. And the beauty of getting to do this job is over time, I get to not only learn how to improve my infrastructure, but to also learn more about the infrastructure altogether. So um, so that, that's definitely a main takeaway for me and hopefully my audience will and will, will feel the same way. Um, we're, we're rooting for your success. So sorry, were you going to... Uh, I think this is thing is that you can also the test. I have, to tell you the truth, uh, I have also my own store for tests. <laughs> oh, nice. This is a cutie pose. <laughs> it, it goes. So, yes, uh, better to try uh, in practice to test it and you will understand more. So from my side, I want to understand also the clients and I need to uh, to do the same things sometimes in order to understand them. It's important. Exactly. So, yeah, we're, uh, on that, we're on the same page. So yeah, to, to my audience, as always, it is an honor and a privilege to be able to collect this information uh, and share it with all of you. I almost did that. I, I said that at the end of a, a lot of episodes and I'm getting better at it, uh, but not perfect yet. But anyways, uh, thanks to all of you for, for participating. Alina, thanks again for your time. Thank you, Joseph. Uh, you've, you've helped out a lot today. So uh, with that, take care and we will check in soon. Thanks for listening. You might've found this show on many number of platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or right here on Debutify. Whatever the case, if you enjoy this content and want to help us thrive, please take a few moments to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you think is best. We also want to hear from you, so whether you think you'd be a good guest or want to weigh in on anything related to our show, you can email podcast at Debutify.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Finally, this podcast is created by the passionate team at Debutify. If you're ready to take the plunge into e-commerce or are looking to up your game, head over to Debutify.com and see how it can change your life and the lives of many through what you do next. Next.